What's up guys and gals? Welcome to the very first episode of Hands Down. I am your host, Dustin, and uh, I guess I'm going to start off by explaining what the term hands down means for the name of the podcast. Uh, just like the old saying is, hands down means sure bet. It's a sure thing. And I chose the name because every week I'm going to be talking about topics that without doubt, a sure thing everybody's talking about in the country. And it could be anything. It could range from something that's going on in news and politics to the hottest movie or TV show uh, in the country that week or just basically whatever I see that's got the interest of the people and that everybody's talking about and I'm going to each week share my opinions on it. Now, if you guys have listened to my other podcast that I co-host, Inside the Crazy Ant Farm, you'll know that my nickname is The Mouth. And it's because I talk a lot and I have a lot of opinions and a lot to say on a lot of different matters. By the way, if you're not checking out that podcast, you should totally should be. It's an amazing podcast that deals with uh, entertainment and filmmaking and just the entertainment industry in general. We talk about uh, everything that's going on in entertainment news. We have box office predictions, billboard chart toppers. We have celebrity guests. And oh man, we've had some amazing celebrity guests on the show. You definitely want to check that out. Uh, make sure you subscribe, like, rate, and listen to it, and let us know what you think inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Now, this podcast, uh, the topic right now that has everybody talking, which I'm sure you know is the Jussie Smollett case. Um, as you guys know, uh, about a month ago, he claimed to be the victim of a hate crime. Uh, he reported to the police that he had been jumped by two men that he described as white men. Um, that they poured bleach on him, beat him, put a noose around his neck, and yelled racial and homophobic fur, uh, slurs at him. Now, over the course of the last three weeks, an investigation was done, and the police have concluded through that investigation that he staged the attack on himself and filed a false police report. Um, now, if you're not familiar with the case or, or the premise of what went down, this is what the police have said that they have evidence to prove. Uh, a little bit before the attack, Jussie had received a threat, threatening letter, basically a racial homophobic threatening letter at the set of Empire uh, at the Fox Sound stages. Apparently, it didn't get enough attention in his opinion, so he collaborated with two people that he had known who worked as extras on the set of Empire and that he was friendly with to, as he calls it, a plan B to concoct this attack, to stage this attack on himself and, and, and claim it as a hate crime to get more attention. Now, the police believe that the motive for this was he was unhappy with his salary that he was receiving uh, for the show Empire. All of the people involved with Empire, the producers and uh, 20th Century Fox, have denied that. They're saying that Jussie had never made a statement to them about being unhappy about what he was getting paid or that he had any issues with his contract or that there was any unhappiness at all. If you guys saw, Jussie went on to uh, Good Morning America and had an exclusive interview with Robin Roberts to which he claimed that he felt like he was the victim of this um, crime and that people were mad at him because, in his words, he comes hard at 45, 45 referencing the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump. Um, that he's not a fan and that he makes his uh, viewpoints known against Trump 
And um, he did initially say that the attack, as I said, was white men who were wearing MAGA hats, Make uh, America Great Again hats, which, as you know, uh, that's Trump's slogan. Um, That turned out not to be true. Uh, They were not wearing the hats. And as as we said, evidence is now proven uh, that the two men who beat him up weren't white. They were indeed black, and they were people that he knew. And these two gentlemen, these two brothers from Nigeria, have apparently um, confessed to this and, and owned up to doing this. So I want to say, first of all, before I even get into this, that innocent until proven guilty. I am a big fan of our judicial system in this country. I think everyone has rights and... Um, while the evidence seems to be heavily leaning in the favor of Jesse did indeed um, stage this, I do want to say that he is innocent until proven guilty, and so therefore I'm only going to deal with facts. Um, And those, what I've just described to you, are the facts that the Chicago police have laid out. Jesse did turn himself in, uh, surrendered, he was arrested and released on bond, he has uh, a defense team, and, and he's still adamantly denying that he was behind this. I should mention, too, that it appears that he's behind the letter that was sent to him also. Now, while this does revolve around Jussie and what's going on with Jussie, I think it's a deeper issue. And I, and I want to talk about what I think is behind this. And that's hatred. Now, look, from I, I will be the first to say that on our podcast, Inside the Crazy Ant Farm, we were right there to defend and support Jussie. Um because we, we just don't condone that. A hate crime, it's 2019. We shouldn't live in a society where a crime like that would even happen. And we were right there. And, and until the evidence started to look differently, we were we were behind him. We believed him. We gave him the benefit of the doubt as, as we should have. I think everybody should have at that point. But I... Like I said, I think that the 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 root of this problem we get we need to overlook just the the Jussie case and look at it at a broad spectrum. It's hate. It's hate in this country. Uh, we are at a point. If anybody thinks that that we've come a long way since the civil rights movement and since slavery and since the the type of hatred that that existed in the country back in those days. I'm sorry, but in my opinion, we have not. We have not come a long way. It is evident. I I think that the hatred in this country is greater than it has ever been. To me, we are so divided. There's no middle ground anymore. There's no gray, if you will. It's either black or white. Um, And and pardon the pun there. I don't mean in race. I mean as in there's no middle ground. Um, You either think one way or you think the other way, and there's there's no possible agreeing on something in the middle. And I think that's the problem. And it could be anything. It, it, it could be a, about race. It could be about sexual preference. It can be about politics. You're either to the right or to the left or a Republican or a Democrat, conservative, liberal. You're a socialist. Um, I don't like black people. I don't like Indi- uh, you know uh, Native American people or I don't like white people or I don't like Spanish people. Um, I don't like gay people. I don't like... Uh, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I just... I think that it's gotten to such a point where we don't even listen anymore, and that's the tragedy in, in it all. I feel like if people would just sit down and talk to each other, listen, you would find that we have so much more in common with each other than we do not in common. I mean, we're all in this together, guys. You, you, you should not hate somebody for the color of their skin or for their preference as to who they choose to love or not love. I mean, th- this this is a ridiculous 
ridiculous idea. Um, and, and it would appear, it would appear that Jussie allowed his hatred for Trump to get to the point where he's potentially destroyed everything he's worked for his whole life. His career, his the, the respect that he's garnered from not only his peers, but from everyday citizens across the country. Um, you know, how can you let your hate for someone that you've never even met, as far as I'm aware, I don't believe Jesse has met Trump, um, get to a point inside you that you're willing to destroy everything you've worked your whole life for just to try to get it on it. Um, and and to me, that's the real problem. And we see it all the time, uh, not just in the Jussie Smollett case, but look, just a few weeks ago in uh, Washington, D.C., with the um, teenage boys from the Catholic school that, that were in the protest or non-protest um, with the Native Americans. Um and they were there for the right to life uh, march. Um, it, 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 again, it goes to that. It's like, and I want to say that I think social media plays heavily into the growing hatred because social media is, while it's a great tool to get your message out there, it's also a damaging tool, a dangerous tool to put messages out there that aren't true. I mean, come on, let, let's admit it. Who doesn't immediately look at a headline and think that it's true? We are a society now where our attention span is short. We, we, we don't want to read the whole story. We read the headline and go with that's fact, that's truth. If the headline says it, it, it must be true. And 90% of the time that turns out not to be the case. But in social media, it's so dangerous. You can just put something out there. Somebody will see it. Somebody will retweet it or requote it. And all of a sudden, it garners steam and, and it becomes fact. Look, listen. I, anybody who's listened to me in the past on the other podcast or has, uh, has followed me on social media knows I am not a Trump supporter. Um, I, I, I'm just not. I can't get behind his politics or his policies or just in general the, the human being that he is. But I'm not going to let my dislike for him grow and fester inside myself so much that I would take down my own life in order to, to get him. Uh, I just, I don't understand that level of hatred. Uh, I was raised by, uh, a single mom. Uh, my dad passed away when I was very young and I was raised to not hate people. I've never looked at anybody with eyes towards their color or their, or their sexual preference or, or any, I, I just don't judge people in any other manner other than, are they a good person or a bad person? How do they treat me? How do I treat them? Um, what do they do? Uh, I mean, I make my opinions based on the interaction that I have with people, not based on the outward appearance of what they may or may not be. Listen, in my opinion, we're not here to judge people. That's not our job. Uh, and I guess, I mean, technically we could get into the faith aspect of this or religious aspect of it. Um, you know, but maybe you don't believe in God, uh, and that's okay. I'm not going to say if you don't believe in God, somehow you're wrong and or I don't like you or I hate you. See, that's another issue of somebody going that way. If you don't believe in that, that's fine. When I say maybe it's an issue of faith, in my own belief, I believe there is a God and I feel he's the one who judges us at some point. 
um, when we pass. It's not my job to be on this earth and judge people for who they are. If they choose to love another man or love another woman or if they choose to identify as a different sex than what they were born or if their skin color is black or if they're Asian or Native American or whatever the case may be, I'm not going to judge them based on that. I want to base them on uh, judge them on what type of a human being they are because we're all in it together. We're all human beings, and I feel like. And, and I want some comments on this. I want you guys to interact with this. I want you to tell me what you think. Uh, tell me if you disagree or agree with me. But I, I feel like we've just gotten to the point in this country where the incidents like Jesse Smollett and, and, and the stuff that happened in Washington and every day there are incidents like this. I mean, in j the recent political race in Mississippi, we had you know somebody who ran for senator making jokes about being front row center at a lynching. Um it's it's just gotten to the point where it, it's out of hand. It, it's out of hand, and and we've got to do something about it. Um, we need somebody to really step up uh, and lead this country in a manner that unites people and not divides people. Um, and I, right now, I'm just I'm worried that the, that person isn't out there yet, uh, and we need that. I, I think the hatred, uh, it just, when you, when you sit back and, and you look at everything that's going on here, the, because there are so many actual hate crimes taking place in this country and violent crimes taking place in this country. And you talk about human trafficking and sex trafficking and the drug problems and, and just the violence that stems from all of that. And then you're talking about domestic violence and, and, and hate crimes, like I said, based on, on homophobia and, and, and racial divide. And you just sit back and you, and at, like myself, and just look and say, why? Why would another person hate someone so much that they feel like violence is the only answer? Um, it's not. Violence should never be the answer. And yet in this country, day after day, young people and old people and are dying from gun violence. And just uh, it, it's because they can't simply sit down and talk. They can't sit down and reason with each other and come to an understanding about it. And I have a lot of, just a lot of thoughts on this. Like, and, and I want to get back to the Jussie Smollett case for just a minute, because I want to talk about when I said there are actual hate crimes in this country going on, sadly, every single day. I feel like the biggest victims in this case, if it turns out that he did stage all this and they do find him guilty are the actual victims of hate crimes because now they're going to be scared to come forward. They're going to feel as if though they're going to be judged or people are going to be skeptical about whether or not they're telling the truth. And I feel like there are going to be many, many victims out there who are now scared to come forward because of that. And the irreparable harm that Jussie has caused if indeed he has staged this attack because of his hatred for Trump, it, it, it it's it's a step backwards. It's several dozen steps backwards for not just the African-American community and the gay community, but for all of us, all human beings in general who have been victims of a crime for whatever reason. It's a giant step backwards. And it is my hope that they do not 
uh, not come forward. I hope that this doesn't keep them from coming forward. And this could be a Me Too movement. This could be a domestic violence case. This could be a, uh, a hate crime case. Um, just for whatever reason, if you have been a victim, please still come forward. Don't let this incident keep you from coming forward. Um, and, and what, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that we're at such, I mean, we have people potentially escalating to the point of gun violence, uh, or physical harm based on the wall. I mean, let, let's forget the fact, let, let, it's not just race. It's not just homophobia. It's just something as stupid as the wall on the border. We have people escalating to the point where they would physically hurt each other because they disagree with whether we should or shouldn't have the wall. Guys, violence is not the answer. Not in the, any form, not gun violence, not physical beating violence, hate. Hate is not how we are going to get things done in this country. It, it's how we're going to prevent from getting things done in this country. We have to find a way, guys and gals, to to come together and figure things out. We have to sit down and talk and, and come to an understanding that we are all in this great big game of life together. We all bleed the same color. We all breathe the same air. We are all just trying to get by day by day. And until everybody understands that, we are going to see more and more victims like Jesse. And I do consider Jesse a victim, even if he staged it all, because I feel like he is a victim of society. I feel like he... he because society is in the state that it is in, he even had the idea to have a thought of staging a hate crime. If the if society wasn't at the point where hate was every day, where something like that, an incident like that actually happens every day, he would have never even thought of trying to pull off a, a, a staged attack like that. But it's because we are at a state where, where things like that happen every day. I can only imagine what he has to go through on a on an everyday basis as a gay black man. I I would assume he has a tough time every single day, and that's just not right. Uh, you know, we we shouldn't be at the point in this country where he should have to wonder what's going to happen to him every day because he's an African American and because he's gay. And we should never get to the point where. We have the leader of the free world making comments to divide us so much that he would allow his hatred for our president to get him to the point where he would make a staged attack like this. Um, again, that's the root of this problem, and and it's tragic. I think every everybody involved is a victim, and this is tragic all the way around. And I, I can't say enough until we get to the point in this country where we are not hating on each other, where I was raised to pick people up. That, that's, that, that's always how I have lived my life. We're, we're not here to shoot people down. We are here to pick people up. And this idea that, that it's not okay to, to disagree with somebody, of course you can disagree with somebody. We, we're all different. That's what makes us so great. We are all different. But just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean you have to hate them. Because, like I said, you may have one or two things that you disagree with them on, but you're going to agree with them on so much more if you would just sit down and talk to them. Hell, you'd probably become your best friend if you really just sit down and talk. 
I can't tell you how many people that I have in my life who disagree with me politically on my stance as political or, or, but I mean, and we will, we will go toe to toe on, on what we think, but we don't hate each other. No, we're friends at, at the end of the day when, when we will talk all our stuff, but then we'll go grab a beer or we'll go out and catch a movie or, or it, it comes down to, I, I have a lifelong friend. I'm going to give him a little shout out here, John Knight. Um, we have been friends since before we were in double digits with our age, okay? And we are as opposite as night and day when it comes to our political beliefs. We will go toe-to-toe and argue each for hours upon hours upon hours about how we think. And we have been the best of friends for 30-plus years that that's what I'm talking about. Why? Because deep down we are compassionate human beings who love each other and love our people in our lives. And in the end, we agree that that's what's most important. And, and while we disagree on some things, we agree way more on other things and what's important in life. Um, that's what I'm talking about. If there, you just have to learn to get along with people. Nobody's telling you you have to agree with everybody because that's never going to happen. Um, have your opinions. Be opinionated. Be able to back those opinions up and say why you think the way you think. But to hate someone who doesn't agree with you, who doesn't think the same way with you, who doesn't like the same things as you like, that's just not acceptable, guys and gals. It's just not acceptable. We, we, we have to stop the hate in this country. So Jussie Smollett, yes, I'm talking about the Jussie Smollett case, but it's broader than that. It's so much bigger than that. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, it's hate and the hate is festering. It's growing. Um, I, I just feel like we've had opportunity that's been missed numerous times over the last 30 or 40 years. We've had leaders who had great chances who didn't get it done. And, and, and that's the past 30 years, uh, in my opinion. Um, and, and we just, it's up to us guys and gals. We have to lead by example. And that if we want our leaders to be leaders and do the right thing, we have to do the right thing. We have to say that this isn't okay. We can't have this divide in this country. And it starts with us, me, you, everybody listening to this podcast, all of your family, your friends. It starts with us because I inherently believe that we are better than this. Human beings are better than this. And we can make it a better place to live, not only in this country, but throughout the world. So I am. I, I, while, while I think it's just insane that Jesse would even concoct an idea like this and come up with this and actually do this, I can't say that I don't feel for him or that I don't believe that he's also a victim in the kit. Like I said, I think everybody involved in this is a victim and a lot of people are going to be hurt by this, including him. Um, And we just need to find it. Just look at your Twitter feed and look how many people going back and forth are, are saying derogatory or hateful things towards each other, either one way or the other about Jussie Smollett. Just go read them. Go read Go read the feed. Hashtag Jussie Smollett and read it. You will see so much hatred back and forth from people who support him and people who don't support him. There should be no hatred like that. It should be an open debate. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for open debate and, and open dialogue. I think it's a great thing when people talk. The problem is 
part of an open dialogue, part of a debate is also listening. And there's where I think the problem stems from. There's why I think we have too much hate because no one listens. Everybody talks, no one listens. And so we reach that ground with no gray area. It's you're either one side or the other and there's no in between because no one listens to what the other person is actually saying. Um, and, and that's a problem that we need to work on. Um, so I kind of want to wrap it up with uh, where I'm, of course, going to continue to talk about this probably on further episodes because I have no doubt that this type of an issue or this type thing is is going to continue to go on and hands down will be a topic that we address in the future. Um, maybe next week will be a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, maybe some, uh, probably the Oscars, maybe who knows? Um, like I said, every week, you never know what you're going to hear on this show. So you should always tune in because I'm going to be talking about something and it guarantee that hands down, you'll be talking about it too. Um, and I want your opinion. So I'm going to end this thing with, give me your opinion. Give me your comments. Please like, uh, and rate and subscribe and comment. I want to hear from you about what you think about what I said. And even if you disagree with me, but all I ask is if you leave a comment and you disagree with me, do it respectively. Back up your opinion with fact about why you feel the way that you feel, and I will open debate, and it'll be a great conversation, and I look forward to hearing from everybody. Um, in, in fact, I, I mean, hopefully we can get to an area where we can get comments each and every week on this podcast to where we can start an open debate and start a conversation, maybe show people and everybody that's not only beyond listening to this, that it is possible to have a dialogue and, and to, to be friendly and disagree respectively with each other and that it doesn't have to be hate. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this first one. Uh, I, I enjoy talking about it. I, it's just something that's really passionate right now for me. Um, the whole hatred in this country and trying to get past it. I feel like we're better than that. Uh, love, not hate. That's the answer, guys. We got to love each other, not hate each other. Um, be sure to check out my other podcast that I co-host, uh, Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. That drops every Friday, a new episode every Friday. So be sure to go subscribe, like, rate, and listen to that one as well. You will not be disappointed. We had Autumn Reeser on this last episode. We've talked to Ed Asner and Eric Braden and Mr. Feeney himself, William Daniels, and so at Jeffrey Cantor from Punisher and so uh, and Daredevil and so many different great guests every week. You guys definitely got to check that out. And be sure to check back here next week. I will probably drop these every Sunday. Um, so look for the next one next Sunday. And I want your opinions. Tell me what you think. And I appreciate you listening. And I will talk to you all next week.